0: the Granny Panty podcast, where we highlight creators um, in the adult industry who are on the mature side. My name is Ruby Lynn, and I'm your host today. And my show today is very unique, not anything you've seen before. I am excited to have my first male creator on the show. And it's none other than Dick Dangle. How exciting for a podcaster to interview another podcaster. I recently had um, the pleasure, the ultimate pleasure of spending quite a bit of time with Dick at ABN, and we can't wait to tell you about that. I do think uh, 2023 is going to be a huge year for him, and I think it's only mid-January and it's probably already proven. Dick, welcome to my podcast.
1: An absolute pleasure to be on. It's great to see you again, and you're right. We spent a lot of time. Together sure at did. AVN, it was a lot of fun.
0: We sure did, and I can't wait to tell our viewers all about that. But we have to keep them in a little bit of suspense. A
1: little bit, just a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the worst, best kept secret. <laughs> I do think by the time area. we
0: release this, I think the secret will be out.
1: Yes, yes, it so will. So that'll be
0: fun. That'll yeah. be fun. So tell me, um, how was your AVN? It was my first AVN have you been before or was this your first?
1: This was my seventh AVN. Yeah, I went as a bucket list item in 2008 and it was an amazing experience. I only went for one day and it was an interesting point within the adult community because that's right when all of the tube sites and the pirating really took off and started to hurt the industry before they found their way to kind of use that to their advantage. But my memory of that trip was uh, absolutely amazing. I went with uh, my best friend and just walked around. And at that point, I knew a couple names. I knew Mm -hmm. a lot of the older names or the more popular names, but I got to see people that I that it's crazy to me, they're actually still in the industry 15 years later. Yeah. Um, because I ran into them at this AVN, but it was just a fantastic experience. A couple yeah. of years later, I took some friends and just kind of kept going back here and there. And this has been yeah. my first one since 2020.
0: Okay, right, because that was the last one before the COVID shutdown, correct? Yeah. And so how did this year compare, say, to 2020 or 2019?
1: It's been interesting to watch it evolve because when I first went, it was at what is known as the Sands Convention Center, and it is just a gigantic convention hall akin to Exotica, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And that was amazing because you had the physical space to have a lot of entertainers there and a lot of fans there. And then it moved to Hard Rock, which it's a great venue, and they loved having the adult community there. Uh, But it was a bit odd in the setup because it was broken up between, uh, I believe it was three rooms.
0: Yeah.
1: And with AVN 2023 at Resorts World, there were some definite positives. One of the negatives that I I should say, one of the things I thought was going to be a negative Mm -hmm. is the way that that was set up because it was basically two big rooms that had the majority of stars in it. There was the Pride Gavian room and then they also had the adult novelty expo in another room so that was basically broken up into four rooms right i thought it was odd that they had separated the the gay section with the straight section i thought that it would have been better for them to see all the traffic yeah but when it was those rooms everyone's thought oh man this is so broken up and it's kind Mm -hmm. of out of the way But I thought that it actually helped it because when it was really busy in one room, I could find my way to the other room and it didn't seem to be nearly as bad. So I actually didn't think it was too bad of a setup.
0: See, I didn't like it. I just felt it felt too spread out to me, Um, Mm. you know, trying to run back and forth. Um, I would have liked to seen it more like Exotica all in one big room.
1: Agreed. Yeah, I I do get that for sure because it does help with... Not only remembering where different booths and brands and stars right. are, but right. it's easy to say, okay, I had this section taken care of. I saw everyone I needed to see. Now I can go to another right. section. When it's room to room, you're like, I don't remember who I saw, where they were. It does get a little bit uh, a little bit confusing, but I definitely got my steps in, so I can't <laughs> complain. How did I? <laughs> it was like...
0: Know, 8 miles a day or something by the time you walked to where the shuttles or the Uber area was and
1: Oh yeah, I was averaging probably about 20,000 steps a day.
0: I bet you were yeah. really you were really hustling.
1: I was hustling, that is for sure.
0: You were like everywhere.
1: Yeah, and and it's funny because there are times where you'll see somebody and they will be on their way to another room or to another part of the hotel and you're talking to someone you're like, oh, hold on, and then you got to make a beeline for them and get to them as fast as you can before you lose them because it was a lot busier than I was expecting. I'm not going to lie.
0: It was busy. Um, Yeah, I did some live streaming uh, from AVN and that was fun. I love it when the fans come out and see you. That was good. That was good. But yeah. uh, Yeah. So I um, want to get to know you more. I want to focus on your podcasting first and your new adult career second.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's the tease. There it
0: was.
1: (laughs) So what would you like to know?
0: Well, I know we briefly touched on it. Um, I think it was the evening while we were watching Twitter about who was winning the AVN Awards. But where did you get your start in adult? I mean, in interviewing um, different adult creators, how did that start for you?
1: To go back to the beginning, uh, the gentleman who does my web stuff, like he helped me design my logo, Mm -hmm. and he's kind of always been there if I've had technical issues, he goes by Webman Greg. And I met him actually through my day job, and he said, you know what, I've been podcasting with a group of friends, Mm -hmm. and I think you would be a good fit, we're looking for another host. So I went in. And that's when I met the stepfather who has been a host on the show. And he's been with me from the beginning and we started to kind of cultivate this idea. I went to him and I said, man, I got this thing and I just want to run it past you. And he said, you know what? I think this has legs. I think we can actually develop this. We recorded a couple of test episodes and then we just ran with it. And that was the summer of 2014. Wow. And When we got to about episode 80 or 90, somewhere in that neighborhood, uh, another friend that helped in the development of the show, his name is Champagne Dan, he said, we got to get you to do interviews. You have such a good connection with these performers as a fan, because I've been going to conventions for so Mm -hmm. long, that let's see if we could cultivate that a little bit. And he got in contact with a local gentleman's club, and they said, we would love to have you in to do interviews, and they all knew me, so uh-huh. the interviews went really well, and it was tough in the beginning, I was a bit raw as an interviewer, mm-hmm. but then I realized, well, that's kind of my thing, It's it, I do want to promote them, but I'm more of a conversationalist, and uh, I did interviews out of there for a number of years, wow. and it worked out really well, and I've bounced uh, to and from different clubs in Pittsburgh, we're lucky enough to have three feature clubs in Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, But I'm back at uh, Rick's Cabaret in downtown Pittsburgh to do interviews. And uh, it's been a wonderful journey. And that just kind of led me to start to go to conventions as Dick Dangle instead of just a fan. And uh, it's really taken (laughs) off.
0: That is so cool. And are you still doing interviews in the strip clubs or no?
1: Yeah, I've been at Rick's for about six months or so. Um, But the funny thing is, even if the people that I know are at different clubs, Mm -hmm. because I have such a rapport with so many performers that it's like, okay, we really can't do it at that club. So why don't you come to my studio? I call it the Dangle Dome. And why don't you come in and we'll get some dinner and we'll record something. I'll take you back to the hotel. and We'll just kind of hang out. And I've had a number of performers at the house. And uh, had a really good time with that. But, yeah, I'm, I'm still at Rick's Would
0: you call it the Dangle Dome?
1: The Dangle Dome. I'm thinking yes. the
0: Dangle Den.
1: <laughs> that's the bedroom. Oh! <laughs> that's where okay. the magic, okay. that's where the good that's, magic happens. This is just podcasting.
0: where I want my interview. In that's it. A-
1: <laughs> I think we can make that happen next time you're in Pittsburgh.
0: I have a bunch of fans in in Pittsburgh. It's funny. I, oh, nice. I have a guy on Sex Panther actually that's out of Pittsburgh is my number one highest he's spent the most money and he he's a lawyer out of Pittsburgh and he is trying to get me to Pittsburgh so badly.
1: Wow, shout out to Sex Panther fan. Good job yeah, gentlemen. That's
0: right. <laughs> So, yeah, I had the pleasure of meeting you at Exotica, New Jersey in 2021. And personally, I was drawn to you right away. I just, your presence, your voice, and I do have a thing for redheads. So, that I
1: I found that out. You found that out. (laughs) I know. I've
0: said that on a couple of podcasts, and I may have even mentioned your name.
1: Yes, uh, yeah, that's what you were telling me in Vegas. He <laughs> said I was on, uh, and now we drink with Matt yeah, Flair. Yeah. And,
0: he kept plying me with, you know, with me and shoot, I was just like, let me tell you.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I never expected my name to come from your beautiful lips. I, I, <laughs> I'm so flattered. I, okay, so for the viewers and listeners, yes. I so much enjoy self-deprecating humor, and Ruby always yells at me, but uh, I don't get what you see in, in me, but I'm glad that you see it.
0: <laughs> well, that kind of brings us around to your 2023 year. You've had some exciting right. things already, right? Uh,
1: yeah, you can say that if you <laughs> want to tell them.
0: <laughs> so recently you went from adult Podcaster to adult entertainer, right?
1: Yes, you could definitely say that. Creator, we creator, that's
0: creator. What creator. Yes, yes.
1: I don't know if this is what the industry needs right now, but this is what it's getting. Um,
0: it yes, it. it needs it.
1: I honestly, I kind of think it does, but that's something we can get into as we talk.
0: Yeah, let's I, yeah, let's chat about our yes. recent adventure.
1: Yes. So you were kind enough to reach out to me and say, hey, what do you like to create? I would love to do some content with you. Right. I told you that I haven't done any content and it would be my first experience ever and you you got even more excited oh yeah at this opportunity and i think you were surprised that i hadn't done anything i
0: was surprised and and where that came from is i think it was early in 2022 or late 2021. I don't remember, but I remember a picture on Twitter. You had taken a, um, a photo of your bandage after you'd went to talent testing. And I think it yes. was like, I'm all tested and ready for exotic or something. And I thought it had to be after I'd met you. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh hell he, he films like, That was already in the back of my, my mind. Um, (laughs) So yeah, when I reached out to you about, are you going to ABN? I'd like to collab with you. And Mm -hmm. I was shocked when you said, is this a deal breaker? And I'm like, hell no, this is awesome.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was getting talent tested done for two reasons. One, to show my solidarity to Uh the industry, basically, (laughs) But there was also that because I've made so many friends and acquaintances, mm-hmm. if anybody had a shoot fall through, mm-hmm. that if they trusted me, I could step in. And at least they're making content. It's It doesn't end up being a waste of their time. Right. So uh, I never had anyone take me up on the offer to the point of, actually making the scene. Because usually what happens is it was a, oh, Dick Dangle, you can fill in. And then, oh, I got a paid shoot. So I apologize, but let's hold off. And I'm completely fine with that. Please make your money. I am not going to keep you from that. Uh, So it never really happened. So when you came to me and you said, all right, we're going to make this happen. I was excited and I was nervous, but... (laughs) Most of all, I was just really happy to see what this experience was going to bring me because I was telling friends of mine that it could go very poorly. It could go very good. But either way, it's going to make for great podcasting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be an awesome story no matter what.
1: Yes, absolutely. So um, we met when I first got into town, into Vegas, and we sat and we were having a couple of drinks and just kind of going over the actual shoot itself. And a couple of days later, the magic happened.
0: The magic happened. Well, <laughs> yeah, and we had to postpone it a day because my talent testing was and and for all creators who had tested it in Vegas for AVN there was like a 24 hour delay which was really frustrating i know of at least one creator who lost out on paid shoots because yeah. of it so but yeah um so going into it i mean so i guess my question is is are there things that you didn't expect like i want to know like okay you thought it might be a certain way and it wasn't and what disappointments because you know, maybe there were some disappointments. I want to hear about how you've, how you've processed it.
1: I'm glad you asked it that way, because it did take me a while to really process it. What, as we record this, we're literally about a week out. Right. And it, as it was happening, there was a definite, I can't believe this is happening in a good way. Yeah. And because I was so busy and... through the <laughs> uh, because I was so busy through the week, mm-hmm. and I had to come home and get right back to my day job, it took me a while to process it. And right. there was nothing that I was disappointed by. I can honestly say that. There were things that I wasn't expecting. Um, one, the starting and stopping
0: yeah
1: you know there is that okay hold on we're going to turn the air conditioning on because it's getting really warm in here uh, or like okay we're gonna reset this a little bit and start over and i didn't think i would have an issue with that and i really didn't but it took me a while to kind of get things uh flowing again um the bed was so soft
0: oh, i know oh that was the that worst was- bed
1: That was the one thing that coming out of it, I thought, oh, if I had a chance to do it again, I think there would be certain positions that I would have done either not on the bed or maybe with feet on the floor and on the bed, something like that. But that was really about it. (laughs) That room got so hot so fast.
0: It does. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's pretty normal. I think, um, I mentioned to you and normally, um, when I shoot, we don't stop and start as many times, uh, maybe, you know, once or twice, but, um, it was new. It was new for you. You weren't experienced. And so, you know, there were things, um, I was glad you let me take the lead on, yes. you know, some of the, Um, let's switch positions now or whatever. Um, Yeah. That room was very small and very hot. That is for sure. I can, uh, I think I mentioned it, but I shot a pro scene with Nikki Rubble and uh, I remember we were both sweating so bad because you have to turn the air conditioning off, you know, and it was in Miami and you, I can look at those videos and I can just see the sweat (laughs)
1: Yeah, there was a You're point. it hard.
0: You're yes, hard hard.
1: for sure. There was a point where um, I'm on top, and as as it's going on, I bent down to kind of kiss your neck and stuff like that. But basically, what I was doing was wiping my head off on the comforter <laughs> and trying to be cool about it. But uh, it got to a point where, like, I gotta take five because this yeah. is gonna get. Uh, an amazingly unattractive shot, if we don't take a quick second. This is, this is not what your fans are going to want to watch.
0: <laughs> it is funny about shooting scenes, because sometimes it can be very mechanical, too. But um, our scene was much different for me. <clears throat> I am, I'm used to shooting more gonzo stuff. Um, you know, like, I think our scene was more sensual, and I had you know, talked with you about that, that I wanted it to go that way because this was really one of the first scenes where I've kind of gotten out of my lane Mm -hmm. and I enjoyed that because you, my niche has been milf, gilf, cougar, that kind of thing. And um, this was really like a scene of the meeting of the equals. I felt Mm.
1: that is one of the reasons I just, that I really wanted to do this with you being my first, because my nature is to be a little bit more sensual and a little bit more connected and connective. And when you said that to me before we started, I'm like, this is perfect. This is exactly what I need. Because I think if it were to be more of a of an intense, uh, if not aggressive style yeah. of scene, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much. So right. when you're like, hey, let's just, have fun with it and we'll see what happens. I was like, Oh, that is perfect. That's exactly what I needed. And I'm most thrilled that you really enjoyed the way the final product turned out That is because that was actually my big worry because if, if something doesn't work out quite right, right. It doesn't, but at the same time, it's your time and it's your money. And, you know, if it turns into a, like, all right, I don't know if we can really (laughs) use this, then it's affecting your, your vacation, your time, your income. So when we talked afterwards and you're like, this was really good. It
0: is really good. It is uh, really good. You're a natural. I want people to know that they should book you. I mean, they should book you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <So you're, Yeah. laughs> uh, you are the sweetest, may I say.
0: Um, but, you know, I, I'm so flattered. I'm being honest, too, because if I if it wasn't good, I wouldn't have you on my podcast. I wouldn't be <laughs> so I can't wait to blow up the internet with this. I think people are going <laughs> to be so shocked.
1: Yeah, I think when people really start to see this, especially uh, on my timeline, because... You know, we jokingly flirted back and forth a little bit on Twitter, and I don't know how many people picked up on it, at least to the point of something's going to happen between them. Yeah. So when this actually... When the scene goes out and this goes out and people can hear us talk about it, I think it's going to blow a lot of people's minds.
0: <laughs> I think so too. I think so too. So tell me how the people in your personal life that you've shared that you were going to do this scene or that you've talked to afterwards, um, how what is what's their feedback? How are they receiving that information?
1: That is an awesome question. I only told a couple of friends and a couple people within the industry, and I told my therapist, so we'll kind of take it in that order. My friends, my friends have kind of been waiting for this to happen for me, and when I told them, they were like, okay, like, how did it go? Like, they wanted to ask, but they didn't, and, you know, when I told them, it went just very, very well, and, uh, you know, you were happy with what You know, what how it turned out, they were really, really excited, and the same thing happened when it came to the people in the industry because there were probably like three or four people that I told, and they were really excited. Um, Some were so excited that they said, Hey, when you get a couple more shoots under your belt and you really develop your brand as a performer, as a content creator, you let me know. And, and I'll shoot with you and wow. tell me about it. That meant the absolute world to me because these are people that I've known five, six, seven years and for them to trust me that way and to kind of respect me in that way, but to find me attractive enough in that way to say, I am down when you are down. It was like that, like what more can I possibly say?
0: That is so
1: awesome. Yeah, but the last one, I told my therapist that this was a possibility, and, you know, this is a little while back, yeah. and she she is very comfortable. I got so lucky. She is so comfortable with sex work and the industry, and she's, cool. like, she's like, all right, this is going to be cool. So we talked a little bit, a bit about me processing it, and uh, I saw her. Yesterday, so I went in and I'm playing it cool, and I said, "So I did the scene, and she literally goes, and she's just waiting for me to tell her the story and how it went, and to have to have her be excited in a way of, okay, you're in a place where I think you could do this and process it well in your head. That meant everything because i've had people because i've known people in the industry for so long say why don't you do this you know you you should have done this 10 years ago i didn't have it up here yeah. to do it and it has taken me up until very recently to believe that i would that i'd be able to do it in a way that i could do it in a healthy way for me emotionally and mentally right. and and i'm right and because it just turned out so well and and i'm so
0: good I think, it. I think that things, um, are presented in our life when we're ready for it, because I didn't get into adult work till I was 53 and people are like, Oh, what if you gotten into it at 40? You know what? I was still raising kids. I was still no, you mm-hmm. know? And then I, I don't know. It just, it happened when it was meant to happen.
1: Yeah. And, but, but it's, I think a little bit different as a guy because I'm closing in on fifty, and things work differently. (laughs) You can't fake things (laughs) the same way. So my my physical reaction to it, I was very happy with. So was I. Yeah, because the. It's easy to say, oh, I can do that. Right. And because I've been single for quite a while, so I became very used to how I please myself. Right. And that was something (laughs) I thought might be a hurdle in doing this content with you. But it ended up working well ended up everything ended up going very well and I was happy with how I physically reacted to this the content we were shooting and to the moment and to you. I was
0: very happy with how you were physically reacting.
1: (laughs) <laughs> am I being delicate enough? I'm, I just want to make I
0: love sure. it. You, you too are going <laughs> to love this. Yeah, YouTube too can talk
1: Okay, good. I am I am so warm right now. I keep you drinking.
0: You're standing <laughs> at attention perfectly.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I'm standing <laughs> at attention as we're doing
0: this. You were saluting. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. That's right. <laughs> well, and, you know, it is so different um, when you've got a cameraman and they're yes. right in there like they're right in there you know and it's like even for me I mean I've shot a lot of scenes um, but also came from the swinging lifestyle where my kink was to be watched so that was a natural but it's still when you know shutting that out like don't look at the camera don't think about that other person being there I mean for your first time like you nailed it literally <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it, when it comes to that, as people watching this can see, I wear glasses. And without them, I am virtually blind. It is horrible. And my thought was, should I do the scene in contacts so I can see everything that's going on? But then there was that part of me that thought, maybe I can get lost in the scene a little bit if i just take off my glasses and i'm kind of going with what i know sexually by nature and i decided to do that and i think it worked out for the most part pretty well i didn't i didn't put it anywhere it wasn't supposed to go <laughs> i love
0: that well i'm super excited that you have you have come across that bridge now like you're you're an adult creator mm-hmm. and um i'm just excited to see what like the future brings and maybe what this opens up and i mean i'm already going to get my request in to shoot again at some point i mean we have to have a sequel
1: oh we definitely have to have a sequel and you let me know the day and my calendar will be open that's not even a question I, it's funny you say that because i was talking with a friend of mine who is a director producer in the industry. And when I said I I kind of shot my my first piece of content with somebody. And he goes, When you're ready to be on DVD, you let me know. That's
0: awesome. Whoa,
1: like that got real real fast, you know. But that uh, is very cool. Yeah, I I'm excited too. I hope that I hope that my listeners appreciate this new branch of my journey in the show and that sounds silly but it's true because i've kind of painted myself as uh kind of like the lovable loser like the guy that's always like right there and it doesn't quite happen and this has kind of been a payoff for a lot of the listeners that finally get to see it happen it's like the perfect season finale you know? yes. And and I hope that people aren't like, well, now he's going to change the show and do all this. I'm not going to change the show. If anything, it might turn into a second show or, uh-huh. you know, s- some other kind of creative outlet. Mm-hmm. But I love the show as it is. So yeah. I, I don't see changing. I might talk the way we are right now a little bit about it uh, during episodes, but... Who knows? Yeah, you know, we'll really see what happens. I I had such a perfect first experience with you that it has really uh, put me at ease oh. to doing this with other people. You you couldn't you. have been nicer and more professional and more fun. It was just,
0: ah, oh, it, it was it was you. perfect. Yeah. Thank you, and and likewise, it was it was the highlight of my AVN. I'm not gonna oh. lie, I'm not gonna lie. That I was excited. But I think too, for I mean, you've been in this business for so long. You have this huge array of connections. But I think it'll be fun for you to see. I mean, you can talk to creators who shoot, and but until you've done it, like I feel like this is going to draw you even closer to your guests um, and sure. have even a better, more understanding of you know what it goes through to shoot content. It's not easy. People think it's easy. I mean,
1: it's 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 definitely not easy. Yeah, because you had told me the one position that is easy to not screw up, but to kind of be in your own way in is is doggy. Mm -hmm. And you said, because what you want to do, and it's very true, you want to grab the person's hips or their legs for leverage. And you can't do that because you want to open up to the camera and you really can't see anything. And yes, I can remember that. And I completely forgot it. Um, But you're right when it comes to opening up new doors and being connected more to the people that I interview and the people in the industry. But I'm sure there are going to be people because I've known them for so long and because we've connected on a level away from podcasting as friends that they're going to be. You know, even if I don't say, hey, do you want to do anything? You're going to be like, just so you know, you know, you're, I'm too close to you to let that happen. And I'm perfectly fine with that.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, 2023 is off to a great start. What is your next event? What event will you attend next?
1: I'm hoping to be at Exotica Chicago. That is always very weather and work dependent for me. Um, I'm always at Exotica New Jersey and Exotica DC. Of course, I'll be at AVN 2024, Uh, but I'm hoping to be in Chicago. I think that I've made enough inroads and connections that it would really behoove me uh, to make sure I get there because I actually haven't done Chicago yet.
0: Oh, and when is that? Is that June? No, May.
1: Uh I want to say it's the end of April.
0: Oh, if end I of April. I remember
1: correctly. Oh, that's not
0: yeah. Quick, really. Think about oh, it. Oh
1: yeah, it, they, they all come up way too quick.
0: La- ladies, he's available for collab. I'll be his agent. I will bet any fee- <laughs> Yeah,
1: she gets kickback on this. Uh, <laughs> even if you don't pay me, I'm gonna pay her for putting that out. <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. And so um, one thing I always like to ask in my podcast, well, it's been female creators that I've had before. I always ask them for a granny panty tip of the week. But being as a new adult creator, if someone were to do their first scene next week, what's a piece of advice you might give them based on your experience you just had? Do what
1: makes you comfortable. What you enjoy and what you get off to. Because there's a bit of a split right now in the industry. You have people that are making very extreme content, and you have people that are making things a little bit uh, connected, sensual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And wherever you fall, maybe you do fall on both lanes. But make what turns you on, because at the end of the day, you're going to have to watch it, you're going to have to edit it, you're going to have to release it, and you're going to have to talk to people about it and why they should go see it. I think some people get locked into what they think other people like, or kind of taking the more extreme angles of it because it might sell. You might be into that and that's something you can do later. Right. But in the beginning, get your footing, enjoy it, collaborate with people that you really, really like, and do what you love. Because when you go back and watch it, you're being like, that was the perfect first experience I could have had. Oh,
0: that's awesome. Yeah. That is great advice. That is Thank really you. good advice.
1: And make the uh, room really cold. <laughs> Because it's going to get hot in a hurry.
0: Hey, maybe our next scene is ice play or something. I don't Ooh,
1: know. Ooh, okay. I, I see where you're going with this. It, it makes me want to say, because you have the Granny bandy podcast, it makes me want to do one called the Tidy Whitey podcast. Oh, my you know, gosh.
0: <laughs> that would be so amazing. So amazing. And, you know, I forgot at the beginning, um, because I was so excited to chat and see you again, is to congratulate you on your recent nomination at AVN for your podcast. So thank um, that's you. quite an honor.
1: It, it was. I was humbly surprised that uh, I was chosen to be in the Fan Award for Best Adult Podcast. Uh, there were a lot of great people in that category a lot of good friends in that category so truly when people say oh it's an honor to be nominated it was an honor to be nominated Uh, there were such big names in there that for the first year realistically i didn't think that i had a chance and when performers were saying listen i was telling my fans to vote for you I was voting for you that was like all right I I already won and that's kind of why if you go back I think into December I made an acceptance speech. Oh uh, yes. You know on my Twitter it was literally a you know what I need to thank the the people anyway that have been a part of this journey and uh, I and totally thought out.
0: you could win it. I I was sure you were going to win it.
1: There were a couple of people, uh, Jay from Why Not, and yeah. a few other kind of industry people yeah. that were like, "I think you have a great shot at winning this." And I was like, oh, "I don't know," uh, but to hear them say that and to have them believe in my in me in my product is just uh, I can't ask for more.
0: Your reputation in this industry is is a plus. I mean, thank you. It is amazing. So I guess the next question is, when are you starting your OnlyFans?
1: (laughs) I guess I have to sign up for it and start getting that all taken care of uh, very soon. Um, I need need to either hire a camera person or um, get some phone holders and start filming myself so I have a backlog of content when I decide to go live.
0: Uh, So now you need, yeah, you need to be setting your phone up and filming every time you're going to jack off.
1: That's that's right. Oh, the the pennies I earn. See, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You always yell at me.
0: Think think of all that money you've missed
1: out on. Yeah, if there's one thing, because I realized coming back from Vegas and getting back into my day job, it's a very physical job. And (laughs) even though... Sex work is a very physical job. What I do, my day job is, is a lot more demanding. And uh, it's like, uh, even if I do content for a short amount of time, the recovery from what I've done to my body through my day jobs in my life, uh, my body could use it. And, you know, if I could manage to squeak out a living, then it's a win-win. But, yeah, I, I, think, I think some OnlyFans are coming.
0: Oh for cool. Sure. I can't yeah. wait. All right. All right. Our viewers need to be on the watch out for that. Well, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. You know, podcasting's like herding cats.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> Same as booking collabs, you know. I had like 6 collabs in Vegas and 4 canceled. So, uh. <laughs> it's always like herding cats, but it is fun and you are the one that inspired me to really do a podcast. I mean, oh. <clears throat> just, you do it so well. And um, I, you know, you're my favorite. So what can I oh. say?
1: You have been nothing short of amazing. I wish you the best of luck, not only with the podcast, but with everything that you do. People should definitely seek out your content because you make such amazing work. And it's been an absolute joy. I am so honored to not only be on this show, but to have been a part of that collaboration. I think you could tell by the way it ended that you were happy with our collaboration.
0: Oh, yeah. I was very happy. (laughs) I guess they're going to have to go get the video.
1: I I think um, they are. I think they're going to have to subscribe here. Well,
0: thank you. again, Dick. And you know what? Let's go blow up that freaking internet let's do it
1: yes absolutely thanks for having me on and uh can't wait to see you at the next convention
0: yes sounds good